are a divine being having a human experience right in the midst of ascension as a collective and as an individual time to reclaim your sovereignty as light workers soul star seeds hybrids as human beings are you ready to rekindle with your star family your gifts and the true essence of who you are Welcome to Interstellar Communications with Vivienne Chauvet. Keep listening. Now, here is your host, Vivienne Chauvet. Welcome to the show, everyone. Welcome to Interstellar Communications. I am your Octurn hybrid host, Vivienne Chauvet. We want to welcome from all over the world. I know you are listening. We know that you're here with us. And so the purpose of our show it's to truly create this grid of interconnection, this grid of communication up close and personal. It is time for all of us to stand up to the truth of who we are and to really reclaim the rightfulness of who you are as a divine being, as a human being, because being a human, it's a very beautiful, it's very empowering. It's something that needs to be honored. And also for the glory of life, for the respect of life and all its expression, whether it's an animal, a tree, a flower, a stone, everything is life consciousness. So we're here to help to assist, to create an opportunity to commune and exchange. And throughout the entire show, we invite you to feel the energy that we are emanating, the energy that's come through our heart chakras, our heart centers, to your heart centers to your heart chakra, to feel the connection and to bring forth this energy and to bring it down into any part of your body, your soul, your heart, your mind, any aspect of you who needs the most right now. And especially in the midst of chaos, we are in the 12th month of Gateway 10, which is 2017. So it's a time of completion. And we can feel it. We can feel the frenzy in the air. So timing to ground, to bring the energy, to anchor, and to remind yourself to breathe as you are connected to all that is in time, the here and now. Now, the show wouldn't be possible without the beautiful sponsors that we have, the Elemental Ones, Gaia's Gift, Regina and Gina are two beautiful light workers in action. They are connecting with the elementals, uh, which also reflect within the elemental bodies. So the wands, which is created out of wood, sacred wood here in Arizona, and each wand has a unique, distinct personality, consciousness. They have a name, a very ancient names that comes to them and embody all the virtue and the qualities of that name. So whenever you connect with your special want, you also connecting to that consciousness. You also establishing that connection and just let the miracle unfold, whether it's healing, reconnecting, opening your chakras, feeling uh, your connection to the elemental, to Gaia, to the stars. I invite you to check them out, Gaia's, Gaia's Gift com, the ones, the elemental ones. So thank you, Gina and Regina. Tonight, we are blessed. We are truly blessed. Um, we have a very special guest with us. Her name is Laura Vazani. Laura is a personal friend of 
hours. Uh, um, the collective and I, we are very close friends with Laura. We recognize her as a beautiful soul star seed. And Laura has stepped up with the courage in her soul and the compassion in her heart to step up and to share with us her incredible and inspirational story as an abductee. Yes, yeah, she had had extensive, prolonged ET experiences, and she's here to talk about it. But Laura has something also very, very special. She is the author and creator of an incredible series of books, nine books in the making, that are called the Kaya Saga. I had a chance to read so far six of them, and oh my God, I am hooked on it. The energy, I'm going to let her talk about it, but I'm just very passionate about the project. So, Interstellar Communications, welcome, Laura Vizani. Laura? Hello, thank you for having me. Oh, it is our privilege. Thank you for accepting our invitation to come through. I know we understand collectively that this is your first experience stepping forth what I lovingly call the Soul Star Seat slash Abduction Closet. So welcome to the club. I know, I understand what it feels like when I came out of the hybrid closet a few years ago and to step into the truth of your light and incorporate an aspect of you. So if you would just introduce yourself to the audience so they can feel and connect with you. Well, um, <clears throat> I am an author of nine books, um, the Kaya Saga series. Uh, I was actually uh, raised in San Diego and being here in Arizona for, I don't know, 16 years I think it's been, um, I miss the beach a lot. Um, but uh, I, am, I was raised in San Diego and I went to San Diego State University. I am both a psychology and art major. Um, and then I came here um, basically to be a homeowner. Uh, that home is now for sale, but um, you know, 16 years later. Um, and I'm a security officer now. Okay, beautiful. You know, what I love about hearing this very short first introduction is that you've combined your human life as you know, being coming from San Diego, California, to move to Arizona, have a house, change your life, you know, working as, as of right now as a security officer. So it seems to us that you have had the courage to be able to bridge your human life in addition to all the experiences that you're about to share with us. And this is something that is very inspirational. I'm inviting everyone who is listening and will be listening to open up your mind and open up your heart to receive and see how this inspiration can also apply to you and your life. So it is my understanding, knowing you personally, but also listening to your experience in the past, that you have had interactions with certain uh, ET uh, races. Can you share with us about your experience? Well, I had time frames where I literally lost time and, and things that were, I thought, real but had been actually programmed into my brain. Um, back when I was only seven years old, I 
thought I drowned in a lake, but as it turned out, that was actually an imprint that was put in my mind. I did come back from the campsite wet, but I found out much later that it was this this gel that they put you in when you're abducted. A gel, okay, so that's very interesting. So can you describe what does it mean to come out of a gel? What is it exactly? Well, I only found out about this because it was all given to me in awareness um, just a couple years ago. I finally said, this is ridiculous. i got to find out what is going on with me. And I had a hypnotherapy session through ufologists. They told me where to go and that they said I was most likely an abductee from everything that I've done with questionnaires. And sure enough, I'm an abductee. It all came out in the hypnotherapy, and that's how I found out I was seven years old when it first started. Okay, so seven years old, it started with this imprinted memory of seemingly drowning in a lake during camp time. Turned out to be during session, hypnotherapy session, you find out that was a prefabricated memory that it was that gel. Can you tell us about what what is that gel substance? The gel substance was literally like um, a liquid, like you're inside of water, and you could easily drown in it, but it, it, it actually let you breathe. It was a way of preserving the body, I guess, until they need you again. Okay, well, just for the purpose of this flowing conversation, that's so the oxygen within the gel, so, who did you find out were interacting with you all this time? Um, when I was finished with my hypnotherapy, I was told to take, well, basically draw a picture of what I saw, and they were insectoid aliens. Insectoids. They looked like praying mantises. Okay, and besides the praying mantis, were there other shape and form that you saw, you remember of? No, just, um, just what she told me, when you're done, you are going to be able to draw what you saw. And it was a picture of a praying mantis. Okay. Well, praying mantis, just to give a background uh, for the audience, is that it is an ET civilizations. It is classified within the insectoid civilizations, although they are very involved. They can be, there are the praying mantis, what we call uh, the royal ones, the golden ones, who are very evolved. They are very benevolent, and they are beautiful healers, and that's one category. Of course, within any civilizations, depending on which one you are interacting with, there might be a faction of them that has a maybe lower consciousness, and therefore aligned with other form of intention. So um, tell us about, from the moment you find out in hypnotherapy about being an abductee, how did it impact your life at that point? Well, it was an impact of being a realization. I had always suspected that there was something more going on all through my life, but the hypnotherapy itself really slammed it home that everything I had suspected was true. I had been being uh, multiple abductions since seven years of age and um, studied and, and just was not something that I wanted to know about and they were easily able to suppress it. I will say all the suppression caused major migraines. And now that I am aware 
I don't have them anymore. They can't suppress it anymore. This is outstanding. This is you stepping up into your power and say, I bring into consciousness this experience, which is the way your experience unfolded. You stepped up and you said, I'm going to turn things around, bring consciousness to it, and therefore being released the pressure put around the mental and your head and to relieve any form of headaches, which in reality they were a body single. They were your body's way to let you know of all this uh, energy stored memories and things that were stored at that level. So you talk about, Laura, about the signs throughout your life. What type of signs did you notice? Um, pretty much, uh, like I said, loss of time. Um, my own family could not remember the lake that I supposedly drowned in, but yet they did remember the campsite and they remembered me being very wet. Um, that was the first one. And then um, also just uh, being, going to bed. One night I went to bed and I was perfectly fine, but the next morning I woke up with loss of hearing. And I've had this loss of hearing ever since. So I've had a lot of signs, physical signs, that they've been taking me. Okay, okay, the loss of hearing on one side. So what, what other sign did you notice? Um, just when I was injured, I, I'm kind of klutzy, and I figured out why <laughs> I'm so klutzy. It's because of the being a soul star seed, I'm used to a lighter atmosphere. And I've been told that because we have such a dense atmosphere, um, that's what causes the klutziness. Yes, I can understand and relate to the sometimes non-ability to comply with the earth gravity. I think we can all good, have a good laugh about that. Being an hybrid myself, my body feels very light in a dense energy fields of this beloved earth. So we understand perfectly. Um, you talk about being a soul star seed. Um, what type, what race do you identify with? I have been told that I am a Syrian and I'm a feline Syrian. Uh, I think it's Syrian B. That is correct. Feline energy, of course, they're very advanced people. They're beautiful guardians, the way I perceive them. They're beautiful healers. Look at our, our cats on this planet, whether it's domestic or wild cats or feline energy on the planet. They are so attuned with any form of variation, energetic variations. And especially if you have domestic cats at home, pay attention the way your animals connect with you and then also how they can perceive if there's any form of attentions, variations going on in the house among family members, people coming to the house. If you feel healed or emotionally in pain, your cats will also be attuned to that. And they have a tendency to take on the illness or the discomfort of their human companion. Did you know that about cats? Yes, I, because I'm very empathic, I would have guessed that a cat would be the same way. Okay. Do you have any form of remembrance of memories in regards to your feline, Syrian's feline's origins? Unfortunately, no. It was only through hypnotherapy that we finally discovered that I had the feline origin. But I have always had an affinity to cats, even as far back as five years of age. 
five years of age um, yes definitely it's been part of you and I can tell you by looking at you of course I've known you for a long time but I, I can already see the feline Syrians in you plus there are many soul star seeds from Sirius both A and B who are presently currently on this earth in human form so to our Syrians brother and sisters we said thank you thank you for coming thank you for being here to bring your vibration, your uniqueness, your light, your wisdom. And I know that all of you, including you, Lara, are also connected to the Syrian Council, which is um, the Council of Sirius. They really work very closely with this earth. They work very closely with the spiritual hierarchy. And so there are many of them here. So the remembrings of being a feline Syrians. Do you sometimes, um, see in dream state do you remember any maybe connections or communications in dream times no unfortunately i still have no memory of um, actually being with them but when it when i was hypnotized through the hypnotherapy it all came out to hypnotherapy which is a great tool to use because at the same time if on the conscious level there seems to be blockages like like in your case but everything is stored at the subconscious level, even on the unconscious level. So for you, like, to go through the door of hypnotherapy, then it will be unlocking these, these memories. All right, everyone, we will take a short break. Please stay with us as Laura Vazani, our guest, will be sharing much more about her experience, including the experience of writing the series called the Kaya Saga which ties up with her abductions experiences, and they are very intriguing. So stay with us. We will be right back with Interstellar Communications. Stay tuned. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com you are conscious energy in action. Vivienne Chauvet is the creator of Infinite Healing from the Stars. Visit our website at infinitehealingfromthestars.com. We offer a holographic approach to healing to decode the biological responses sent by your body. Along with our intuitive consultations, we offer customized sessions that address the core of your needs. Be sure to look into our healing and therapy sessions and more. Visit InfiniteHealingFromTheStars.com today. Have you been looking for the perfect tool to connect with Mother Earth, remove pain from your body, or release old patterns that keep you stuck? The Elemental Wands have arrived. Each Elemental Wand is unique, one of a kind, providing a bridge between the Elemental Realm and the Human Kingdom. Your Elemental Wand is waiting to be of service to you. Visit our easy-to-navigate website, ElementalWands.com, to view and choose your special wand. The wand you've been waiting for is calling you. Change your world. Change your life. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are tuned in to Interstellar Communications with Vivianne Chauvet. We'd love to hear from you on today's program. Please call in to 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. Now, back to Interstellar Communications. 
everyone, I am Vivian Chauvet, your host at Interstellar Communications. We're here in studio with our very special friend and guest, Laura Vazani. Laura was sharing about her abduction experiences starting at the age of seven years old with uh, praying mantis beings uh, that she remembers from having a powerful hypnotherapy session. And so, Laura, Again, thank you so much for being with us. You were saying before the break that um, you've noticed over time some physical signs that made you believe about your abductions and also you discovered the whole truth during this hypnotherapy session that you have. Can you give us a little bit more details about over, over the years, what type of signals, uh, body types, marking, dreams, an impression, anything that connects you to those experiences? Well, I can tell you there was obviously the time that I went to bed and then I woke up the next day with not being able to hear. And I have this buzzing in my ear that never went away. And it's I still have it today. Um, it has made it a pretty bad uh, handicap trying to hear. Um, and I really probably should get a hearing aid for that ear, and I haven't done it yet. But, um, yeah, that would be the major thing. And then also I have um, a mark that uh, is I'm not happy about that uh, my hypnotherapist said she has one as well because she too is a star soul seed, and she has been abducted as well. And as it turned out, the people that got her were also the insectoids. So it's interesting that I'm hearing more and more about these insectoids that are doing really not very nice things to us. And over the years, um, I've always had an aversion to insects. And now I don't Now I know why. Right, it ties up more for you. And to bring the energy to a higher level, we understand that when you make contact, whether it's conscious or not, with any extraterrestrial civilization, our star brothers and sisters, there will be, of course, those who are aligned with the light, those who are benevolent, those who are here to assist us, uh, to protect, to love, to guide. You know, there's many of them, like you mentioned, the Syrians. I know you are. You mentioned being a soul star seed from the feline Syrian, which they are very benevolent, very beautiful beings. Uh, of course, Sirius A, the canine also, for the high consciousness, of course, the high, highly evolved portion of the Pleiadians, of course, the Arcturians, uh, the Andromedans, the Vegan. So there are many civilizations. There are also those on the other spectrum, if you want, that are not as spiritually advanced. They are technologically advanced, but not spiritually. And therefore, their intentions and their agenda will vary depending on what their goals are of what civilizations we're talking about. So in your case, I think you mentioned praying mantis, correct? Yes. Mm -hmm. And that was based of your, of your drawing that you did right after this hypnotherapy session, correct? Yes, and it was very, very vivid. Um, some of the information I got from the hypnotherapy was, um, it obviously scared me so much that uh, I actually hyperventilated. I remember that still. 
Um, although I, I am allowed to record, and I had the recording at one time, so I reheard it. And after I heard it a second time, I was like, oh my God, I can't believe this happened. But it really opened up a lot of barriers. And as I said, I don't have those migraines anymore. That was a major physical anomaly that I had to deal with since I was as far back as I can remember, I had those, which means they were getting me pretty young. And now I know it was suppression. They were suppressing my memory. It was amazing. Phenomenal. I love to hear you, to f even throughout, even energetically when you talk, Lara, I can feel the shift in you going from being afraid and feeling probably helpless during those experiences and rising to your power to say, now that I am conscious of those experiences, I'm aware, I bring it to them to the light and then transforming even body signals, like in your case, headaches, and transforming those energies and being able to relieve even the body and relieve every part of yourself in that sense. I feel this is truly inspirational. And to the audience, this is also to show everyone that regardless of your experience with star, pe star people, uh, star beings, if you want, you have the ability and the power to rise into the truth of who you are. You regain your power and says, you know, now I extract the gifts for whatever I went through, and I transform from that position. And you know, the key element for healthy, balanced, uplifting uh, point of contact is truly to consciousness. So I really feel from you, Laura, that you have elevated even in consciousness, and therefore being able to realign more with your star family, which are the uh, Syrians, the feline. And have you noticed a difference in the quality, maybe, in the connection with your star family ever since you have empowered yourself like that? Um, not so much a connection, but I've always, always had an affinity to cats. And like I said, I've always had a cat ever since I was five years of age, and I have a cat right now. Um, and I, I was born with the love for animals, especially cats. And um, I didn't know that I was a star soul seed, but I did discover this. It all came out with the hypnotherapy. I always had that weird feeling of I am not like everybody else and I am not a normal person. And when I was younger, I would actually alienate myself and call myself an alien. Well, I was adopted. That was part of the reason. And as I have gone through and researched the soul star seed since I discovered I was one, 90% of us are adopted. And what a soul star seed is, is they are a, a soul from space that are put into a human body. And I found out there are, what, hundreds of thousands? Is that what it is on this earth that are soul star seeds? Oh yes, at least it's all over the world and the essence of what you say convey well in fact that a soul or an emanation, a spark of the soul that comes from different home worlds, galaxies, civilizations, even parallel universe, different universes, different planets came through by choice of course and has embodied 
a human form and live as a human here, of course, and then brought a knowing, I feel like the knowingness that you don't belong here, then the earth is not your home planet, this is not your point of origin. And that's a big characteristic of Soul Star Seed, the deep knowingness that you don't belong here or even belong in the family that you were born into or brought into, like in your case, adopted in a family who welcome you and, and of course, love you and, and raise you. And so whatever family you are in, whether it's bloodline or non-bloodline, it makes no difference. So that's those are characteristic at the soul level for Soul Star Seed. So. I feel this is something that you can identify, is it not? Yes, and and as I said, I being adopted it was it was not an easy fit for me because I couldn't understand. I figured it was because I was adopted is why I had this weird alienated feeling. But I've always had my head to the stars. I've always been into what they call now a geek. I've always been into the <laughs> comic cons and all of that. And it's nice to know that I was actually able to turn what I am into something like that, which is how I've ended up started writing. I did find out, like I said, I have a lot of subconscious memories, and they all came out in my book series. Oh my gosh. I could not believe how many similarities of what has happened to me ended up coming out in this nine book series. Absolutely outstanding. So the inspiration to convey all those memories, even at an unconscious level, channel those memories and transform them into a series of nine books. What can you tell us about your writings and those books? Well, it started back in 2008, I want to say. Um, I just, we were writing, a, I was writing a book and I discovered that this book was pretty interesting and I wondered why after less than a 10-year span I had nine books. I mean how could I write that many books? I knew I had an overactive imagination but <laughs> it turned out there is a feline character in my book series, a feline character that is humanoid that can turn into a house cat. Her name is Felina. Wow. I thought I made that up. Then later, two years ago, I discover I am one. Okay, that's the first strange coincidence. The second one is in my second book. I probably wrote this back in 2008, I would say, because the first book was at the very beginning of 2007. Um, Obviously, way before I found out I was a starseed, way before I found out I had been abducted, I have grasshopper-like praying locusts in my second book. It wasn't until I happened to watch Ancient Aliens, which is a, a TV series that's excellent that talks about aliens having uh, d come to Earth many, many centuries, that there's actually an alien out there that existed that I thought I made up. Absolutely. So we can see what you've been trying, sharing about your book so far is even through the creation of characters and their form, tapping from your own experiences, Eva, even without being fully conscious of it at the time. So what is the series called again? It's called the Kaya Saga, 
and each book has its own title. So it's the Kaya Saga, Kill or Be Killed is the first book. The second book is um, Wanted, Dead or Alive. I believe we're going to retitle that to Kaya, Dead or Alive. Uh, the third book is Love and War. The fourth one is uh, Hope and Vengeance. Fourth, um, no, fourth is Hope and Vengeance. Sorry, I forgot how many books I have. Fifth book is Redemption. Sixth is Point of No Return. Seventh is The Chosen One. Eight is Alien Exodus. And the ninth book, I love the title, Little Space Station of Horrors. Oh, my God. So just to give the audience a good idea about the feeling about the storyline, who is the character and what is truly about the essence of the book? The character is a fiery, red-headed Amazon. She's from ancient Greece. She's from um, basically the, the time of the Mytilene, uh, civilizations uh, when the Amazons existed and she is actually abducted by a alien race that takes slaves from time and space and that was inspired through Doctor Who by the way <laughs> and she's abducted and taken into their civilization and they turn her into a gladiator so it's kind of a Spartacus in space meets Star Wars type series Fantastic. And I'm, what I'm picking up also, uh, knowing the storyline as well, is that it's the time travel concept that the, that civilizations, those ETs, time travel in the, in the past, in the Earth expression of the past, go take her, bring her back, turn her into a champion, per se. And I believe from there, there's much more coming. Oh, yes. We actually, uh, I have an editor and, and a co-writer that's working with me. He is doing a fantastic job of reworking it, uh, re-editing. We will be re-releasing next year. We don't have a date yet because we're still looking for either a publisher or waiting for a time for it to be released. With all of the hype of Wonder Woman being so popular, Amazons are popular. And Kaya Saga is about an ancient Greek Amazon. I call her my amazing Amazon. That's fantastic. So an ancient Greek Amazon in space. And you're right, if you look at the frenzy right now, you know, the empowerment of the sacred feminine, even to the expression of Wonder Woman, and how much the energy and the popularity he has hit the entire world, then Kaya coming through is also a leader in that sense to present the feminine in the empowerment because I believe that Kaya moved way past the gladiator type and slavery and all of this, doesn't she? Oh, yes. Yes, she does. She basically starts a civil war in space, kind of the rebels and the agency, which is the government of the... Sasamain civilization, the government that takes her originally. She actually rises up and helps cause the rebellion. And she causes a civil war in space. It goes through about two books. And she is a force to be reckoned with. 
Yes, a force of nature. And that force, I can identify many of us, whether it's men or women on this planet, we can identify with that force rising uh, in, in us. And also an invitation to balance our inner polarities of the sacred feminine and the sacred masculine come together. I love the character of Gaia. Not only she represents this force of feminine energy, but she also embodied the masculine the way she takes on charges and she changed her destiny throughout the series of amazing experiences and adventures that she's going through. And many characters that you have created feel there's a correlation with your adoption experiences as well. Yes, well, because she is abducted and she is literally turned into a slave, uh, she is, for a little while, completely disheartened. Uh, she doesn't know what to do. She's very depressed, and she comes through. Uh, thanks to her huge crew, she has some great friends with her along the way. She has a very, very intelligent partner, uh, Dr. Alexandra Alexis Collins. Nice. And uh, she is, she couldn't do it without Alex. Alex and her are a team, and they work through the end. Beautiful. So there's many type of E.T. race characters in your storyline. There's different uh, humanoid characters, there's shapeshifters. So there's a lot of ingredients that are very unique to Kaya, you know, that present in a very specific way. And I can feel and see that the intermingling of your own experiences. Laura, this is absolutely amazing, and um, we will continue to talk about the Kaya Saga. How can people get more information about the saga? What's coming up in 2018 for you? In the meanwhile, just stay with us, everyone. We'll take a short break. And when we come back to the show, we're going to continue to talk with Laura Vazani, alien um, abduction that she had in the past and also the author of the Kaya Saga. Stay with us. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. You are conscious energy in action. Vivienne Chauvet is the creator of Infinite Healing from the Stars. Visit our website at infinitehealingfromthestars.com. We offer a holographic approach to healing to decode the biological responses sent by your body. Along with our intuitive consultations, we offer customized sessions that address the core of your needs. Be sure to look into our healing and therapy sessions and more. Visit InfiniteHealingFromTheStars.com today. Have you been looking for the perfect tool to connect with Mother Earth, remove pain from your body, or release old patterns that keep you stuck? The Elemental Wands have arrived. Each Elemental Wand is unique, one of a kind, providing a bridge between the Elemental Realm and the Human Kingdom. Your Elemental Wand is waiting to be of service to you. Visit our easy-to-navigate website, ElementalWands.com, to view and choose your special wand. The wand you've been waiting for is calling you. Success starts here. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. It's your world. You are tuned in to Interstellar Communications with Vivianne Chauvet. We'd love to hear from you on today's program. Please call in to 1-888-346-9141. That's one 888 
346-9141. Now, back to Interstellar Communications. Welcome back, everyone, to Interstellar Communication. I am your host, Vivian Chauvet. Of course, we are here with our special guest, Laura Vazani. Laura was talking about um, the writing and the creation of an incredible series of nine books called the Kaya Saga, which also, I think, Laura, ties up very much with your abduction experiences that you have had since you were seven years old. Little girl thinking that she's been drowning, drowning but in the reality did not and see how you created your characters and the storyline with your ability to channel into those experiences. Can you tell us more about that? I think that is the best way to describe it. I channeled through that book because I do, and I always had a somehow a sixth sense of being able to know what's going to happen before it happens. I'm very psychic that way. And I have heard that this is very common with soul star seeds. Now, I didn't know that I was psychic until I started picking up on weird things that I felt and then they ended up happening. And this has actually only become stronger as I've gotten older. But one of my characters is very, very psychic. And that would be the doctor I mentioned in the previous ep uh, scene we're talking about a doctor who is actually an alien. Uh, Alexandra is an alien from the planet Tarna, but she is both telepathic and telekinetic. She is a very dynamic character. And even though she's not the main character, Kaya, the Amazon, is the main character, she so melded well with Kaya that that's how those two became the partners that they were and they become even closer as the books continue through. But yes, the psychic abilities, that's definitely there. It's always been there and I've always thought, well, it's a gift. Sometimes it's a curse though, knowing something's <laughs> going to happen before it happens. Yeah, I understand that. It's just to bring into higher perspective as to there may be events or situation that you may see or foreseen coming and to understand that they belong to a much more a much larger perspective that is beyond maybe your comprehension at the time so to bring a higher uh, approach to this so we honor that uh, I think you also have other characters that are depicted from your Syrians origins and other form of races there that you have Felina, yes, you're talking about Felina. She actually shows up in the second book. She is an agent. Um, she's one of the bad guys at first, but she quickly goes, you know, comes around. Uh, but the beauty of her is she is a Felinde, which is what her race is. And you think of Vincent from Beauty and the Beast, but a female. Very humanoid, but very cat fur. She does not wear clothes. She has a fur coat. She doesn't need to wear clothes. She wears a cloak, usually, when she's in her humanoid form. Uh, but Felina is a very dynamic character, and she is a metamorph. She can be herself as a feline humanoid, but she can also transform herself into a common house cat. And I use as my model my own cat, Raja. For that, and she is a purebred Balinese. Very, very cute. 
Yes, she is. I can be, uh, I'm a witness to that. She's adorable. So very interesting morph, to morph into different form. I think there are some shapeshifters in your stories. Yes, we do have a few of them. We have Felina, we have Morgan. Now she's an interesting character. She shows up in the fourth book and she is a, an alien vampire hybrid. Wow. Morgan can transform herself into anything, but she is definitely a vampire and that does cause an issue in that fourth book. She and Kaya come, they clash. <laughs> That's the best way to describe it. <laughs> But she's very, very strong. Um, I have a very strong supporting character group. And this book has so much commercial potential. The viability of it is, is off the charts. Indeed, it's phenomenal. Like I said, I had a joy of reading uh, the six first books so far, looking forward for finishing the series. And I think that the audience, if, they know, if the audience or anyone, in fact, if there's any publisher or you know a publisher that is interested in knowing more about the Kaya Saga, what would be the best way to reach you, Laura? Well, they could reach me through my Facebook page, but they could also go through Voice America, their website, and you your, you as the hostess, you have your own site that they can reach you at as well. Indeed. For any questions, inquiries, uh, like you say, if you're a publisher or you have connection in that sense, you're welcome to contact me on my website, which is infinitehealingfromthestars.com. That is infinitehealingfromthestars.com. Uh, section Contact Us. You can send us an email we will reply, we will follow up with you. This is a project that you've been carefully preparing, channeling, tapping into, and pouring a lot of information in disguise in the form of a series of fictional events, but we know that they are very much tainted from your own experiences with those praying mentors beings that you draw after this hypnotherapy session that you have. Uh, am I correct on that one? Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay, beautiful. So the Kaya Saga, um, there's much more to it coming through uh, for 2018. We are now, I know you have, you said, mentioned a co-writer, and I believe he used to work for DC Comics, if I remember. He worked for a subsidiary of DC. He has a lot of DC connections, yes. Beautiful. So DC people out there, Kaya Saga, would be a fantastic comic books. Um, there's so much potential and possibilities about the creation of Kaya, and especially with the, the empowerment of the feminine with Wonder Woman coming strong, like she's a, she's a storm of nature right now, and so is Kaya. You can think of them as cousins, in a sense, and they both bring their uniqueness, they both bring their gifts and the empowerment that we are connecting with now on this earth as we are welcoming the return of the sacred feminine and also to harmonize the threefold flame within our heart chakra. Uh, and Lara, when I look at you, I see this strength through the feminine and also you have the ability to channel your strength, your gifts, your experiences also as a soul star seed, a feline, a Syrian feline soul star seed through your creation, through your writings. And reading the books 
convey the message so well. You are you you're on for a journey, a quite a journey, and it's very transformational along the way because it can also speaks of connections and experiences that you may have, you know, whether it's you personally or family members, friends, people you've heard of speaking about their experience as an abductees. And also depending on the connections that you have with your star nation. So let's just take a, a deep breath, uh, a deep breath of integration as we bring forth the Arcturian Collective, allowing all of us to feel that we are connected to, to one, to the amazing infinity of source uh, slash creator of all that is, that you are a soul star seed, a divine being, a human being, man, woman, child of the universe. We welcome all of you. We also welcome the reconnections with our star families to reclaim our rightful place among the stars, among the cosmic web. And you can feel it in your soul. It also vibrate within your core power, within your solar plexus, center of power, opening up your sacral seat of creativity. And to feel how you can be grounded to your root chakra and yet being connected to all that is and expressing that connection and your gifts to your throat chakra, opening your third eye of visions, your gift of clairvoyance, and also opening your crown chakra on the top of your head, your connection to your higher self, to my I am presence, to this infinity presence throughout the universe, and also your presence here on this earth as you are so much needed. And we welcome you, all of you. We can feel your spark. So with your intentions to your heart center and to your consciousness, send forth your thought form within the collective of this planet to send love, light, empowerment, balance, healing, and also courage and strength, the elevation of all life forms and the sacredness of life. We invite everyone to return to the light for with this is where we all belong. And so it is. Let's take a deep breath and release with ease and grace. Beautiful. And this is something you can listen to at will to feel that you are here connected in every aspect of you and step into your multidimensional aspect. And speaking of multidimensional multi aspect, this is something that your book also connect to, the multidimensional aspect of Kaya's journey. Yes, it definitely is a complete and utter journey. Um, I call it a roller coaster in space. It's a ride. It's a ride. That's the best way to describe it. I mean, it's a civil war in space. A civil war in space and also the, the victory throughout determination, support, friendship, trusts, and also fate 
to go through and also how the character bonds with each other, how they connect and how everything involves from that. So I love the Spartacus in space. The mix of Wonder Woman that's leading the way, Kaya rising with the sacred feminine and giving a voice also with, even with ascension process. You see that how everything ties up? Oh yeah, yes it does. It ties in, it, it's actually going to be in the way of Star Wars and Guardians of the Galaxy, how people are going to connect more and more about with aliens. Um, and the fact that she is an anti-hero, she, she's reluctant. She feels the need to have to step up and do this because if anybody knows an Amazon, you do not enslave an Amazon and live to tell about it. <laughs> indeed, indeed, and it's to, to show also the correlation with the enslavement of the sacred feminine on this earth and also the release of that so we can all, men and women, everyone on the planet, be coming back in unity consciousness and the way human beings were designed to live. The human race was designed to be a race of peaceful being, a race of being connected to the divine power at all times and to recreate and bring forth the, the uh, kingdom of heaven on this planet, a return to the original garden of e the garden of, e of Eden, the real garden of Eden. Um, to bring that forth and we can feel that more and more so I feel that your series will maybe answer questions and and inspire and motivate and brings people's passion and fire it is an empowerment story for sure it's empowerment that couldn't have fit in a better spot than this empowerment uh, radio station because that's what this is all about is empowerment and Kaya gets her power back in a major way she gets her power back in a major way. Well, I, I'm thrilled about this. Can't wait to finish reading the series. I'm also already rejoicing into the possibility of movies, publishing, comic books. And so DC Comics, if you hear us, Kaya Saga, here we are. Uh, of course, publisher, we're also available. Laura, you are a force of nature for having written nine books and it's not just nine books it's what you have created throughout the character to the storyline to what it represents today in this energy fields where we're changing well i have to thank wonder woman for bringing it forward because without wonder woman this would never have happened would adhere to the feminine also respecting the masculine. We want to thank you, Laura, for being us, to, to be here with us and to continue your work. Please continue with strength and courage. We want to thank everyone who's been listening and who will be listening. We are with you at any given time. I am your host, Vivian Chauvet from Interstellar Communications. Please do know that you are loved above and beyond and you are supported Please reach out to the stars and to your divine self. And so it is. See you next time. Thank you for joining us. Interstellar Communications with host Vivian Chauvet can be heard live every Friday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Enjoy your weekend, and we'll talk again next week.